Hello everyone. Welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. Always so glad when we have this time together to study the Word of God, to look at what God has to say to us, to learn His principles and His doctrines uh, through the Holy Spirit teaching us all truth, even as Jesus promised. Today, I pray you'll be blessed as you hear the Word of God and apply it to your life by the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we'll pray that God Almighty will give us all these things. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name for doing these things. Amen. Under Tutors and Governors is the title of today's lesson, and it's taken from Galatians chapter 4 and verse 2. Where did we learn everything we have learned? Who or what was the source of it? And has it made a difference in our lives? Many of us can think of a special teacher or two who impacted our lives tremendously, and we should all appreciate someone for simply the ability to read these or hear these words. Paul the Apostle shares about the importance of instructors as he continues his illustration about an heir in chapter 4 and verse 2 of the book of Galatians, where he wrote, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Once again, Paul employs the word but to show the statement that he's about to make takes priority over what was previously stated. Paul has told us how an immature heir is treated much like a servant while he or she is in that immature state. There are laws and rules that must be obeyed by the child heir if he or she is going to ever mature enough to enjoy that which he or she is heir over. Paul says, but is under tutors and governors, which means they have a manager of their affairs, a steward, a superintendent, or an overseer. Some would understand this to mean a nanny or a child's nurse. The idea is that someone is continually watching over the child. Paul then adds a time limit for this overseer, until the time appointed of the father. When maturity sets in, a father of a child may deem the child responsible and able to handle inherited things. We understand why a small child is not allowed to drive an automobile. He or she is not mature enough to handle such responsibility. However, as a child grows, he or she may acquire the skills and ability to manage a vehicle. This is the same for the heir. As soon as the father sees maturity in the heir, he or she may enjoy the fruits of his or her inheritance. Now let's remember that Paul the Apostle is using this illustration to demonstrate the timing for the law of God and the promise of God. The relationship between the law of God and his promise is much like the maturing process of an heir. The law was and is important to mankind because it tutors and governs over behavior and demonstrates the rebellion that lies within. Once a maturing takes place, the law has fulfilled its purpose and the person now lives under the promise of God. Once the appointed time of the father arrives, the law is not as necessary. This timing does not nullify the law, but it rather fulfills it. Our Heavenly Father has designed such a wonderful plan for the salvation of people. He introduced the law to bring us to an understanding that we are lawbreakers. Then he leads us to faith and trust in Jesus Christ, his Son, who paid the price for our sins upon the cross. 
When this time comes, we become as his children and now enjoy the beauty and benefits of being his heirs. There is so much more to say about these things. However, we will wait for our next occasion to share about them. Next time, we will discover how we, as children, were under the elements of the world. So read ahead and let us join together then. Until tomorrow, there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word in Jesus' name.